You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Grammar Girl here. Today, guest writer Bonnie Tranga is going to tell us about a writing problem called the Mary Sue. All writers have likely heard the advice, write what you know. And we all know ourselves pretty well, but it might not be such a great idea to base a character on yourself if you're writing fiction. In this episode, we'll discuss a writing problem known as the Mary Sue. If a critic calls your character a Mary Sue, that's not good. This term originated, funnily enough, in 1974 with the original Star Trek TV series. Captain Kirk would often have a relationship with a woman who was beautiful and exotic, and who lacked any realistic character flaws. These ubiquitous, flat female characters in Star Trek episodes started to bother a fan fiction writer named Paula Smith, so she wrote a parody of this unrealistic woman, naming her character Mary Sue. A Mary Sue, then, is a character who, according to the TV Tropes website, quote, serves as an idealized version of the author, mainly for the purpose of wish fulfillment, unquote. We all wish we were flawless, good-looking, smart, and capable, so it's natural to make our characters this way. Besides, it's hard to come up with a completely new character who looks, acts, and sounds realistic. It's no wonder that writers, knowingly or not, model characters after themselves. Sure, we've all had odd experiences we'd love to share with the world, and who wouldn't be thrilled to read about that quirky mannerism we have? Well, it turns out we're not so interesting after all. Jack Bickham, author of more than 75 published novels, explains that you should never use real people in your story because characters based on your neighbors or family members are dull. Bickham advises, quote, good characters have to be constructed, not copied from actuality, unquote. Aspiring novelists need to realize that basing a character on the best version of themselves is taking the easy way out. Noah Lukeman, author of several books about writing fiction, admits that authors are allowed some self-indulgence so they can get the words down and let the work evolve. He warns, however, that writers have to recognize when they've indulged themselves and go back later and focus. Novelists need to spend a lot of time building a character, rather than remembering what experiences or feelings they've had, and then simply giving their characters those experiences and feelings. Bonnie recalls editing a poorly written mystery in which the main character went to a different restaurant every three or four pages. The author had made the character as hungry as the writer had been. And the same writer also had the main character suffer a bee sting on his lip, 
This author undoubtedly inserted the scene because he felt readers would appreciate reading about this interesting event that had happened to him. However, the scene just didn't work. It felt stuck in there for no apparent reason. It hurts to realize that nobody cares about real events that happen to you. When you revise, that is, when you focus on what the character needs, not on what you, the author, need, you have to cut out what's irrelevant. You don't have to throw away everything that's true. Bickham suggests that writers use real aspects of real people instead of transferring the entire real person onto paper. The key is to know how to balance the real and the unreal. That's why bookstores have so many books about characterization. Writing great characters isn't easy. This isn't to say you can't succeed if some aspects of your own life or personality appear on the page. In fact, some best-selling authors have used themselves as springboards for their beloved characters. Take David Copperfield. According to Random House, quote, Charles Dickens' most famous novel was also his own favorite, and the one that drew most on his own life story, unquote. A more recent author, Janet Ivanovich, who writes the popular Stephanie Plum series, has admitted there are similarities between herself and her main character. Ivanovich says, quote, I wouldn't go so far as to say Stephanie is an autobiographical character, but I will admit to knowing where she lives, unquote. You might be wondering that if Dickens and Ivanovich can do it, why can't you? Well, you can intertwine real aspects of yourself into your fiction— but if your character is too true to be good, then add a little more fake. And remember, characters need flaws, or they just end up as flat, unbelievable Mary Sues. This podcast was written by Bonnie Tranga, author of The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier, and she blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of seven Grammar Girl books, including Grammar Girl Presents 101 Troublesome Words You'll Master in No Time, which comes out in July. That's all. Thanks for listening. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it, between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.